Hey everyone, welcome to Ask Shane Anything. This show is a reward for all our patrons, really, but particularly for people who pledge at $7 or more per month at our Patreon at patreon.com sifted. Now only those people can ask questions. So if you wanna ask questions for the show, bump up your pledge, but everybody gets to watch the answers. I am coming back to the United States tomorrow. So I'm almost back. This is the last piece of content that we have pre-programmed for you guys while I've been gone. Game Face is happening soon. Let's get to your questions. Our first question for this episode comes from Sifted from AJ the Legend. Has the new generation of consoles lived up to the hype so far? Have they been the leap forward that you expected? Thanks for your time. Short and sweet answer to that is no and no. <laughs> I, am, I am really disappointed with this generation of consoles so far. Now, they're not bad machines per se. Really, the problem has been the developers and the publishers being unwilling to move on. I kind of get it. COVID couldn't sell as many PS5s and Xboxes as maybe they wanted to. The install base maybe isn't quite as big as they anticipated. I don't care. At this point, cross-generation development is holding the medium back. There's just no denying it. How many games have you played on your PS5 or your Xbox Series X that has ray tracing? Any? Have you played any? Not many. That was the big feature that we were all supposed to be excited about, graphically anyway. Have you played any games since you've owned your PS5 or Xbox Series console for like a couple years now where the power was used for something else like AI or something else that caught you off guard that wasn't possible in the last generation of consoles? No, there's been none of this. Think back to any other prior console generation, the first two years that you owned that new console. Every one of them. Guaranteed, there is something that shocked you. Now, I will say this. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. There's a couple moments in that where I was like, oh, okay. This is why I paid $550 for this thing. But otherwise, no. It's been a huge disappointment. I don't even know why I sold my PS4 Pro and got a PS5 at this point. I, just from a pragmatic standpoint, it would have been better if I just scalped my PS5 and kept my PS4 Pro. I'll be honest with you, 99% of the games that I play, you can tell no difference between playing them on a PS5 versus a PS4 Pro, except for the loading times. And I'll be honest with you, recently, the loading times on these consoles haven't been great either. I don't know if developers are starting to get lazy or what, but some of the loading times in some of the games I've played recently on PS5 and on Xbox Series, the loading times haven't been great. So, yeah. I'm really disappointed in this generation of consoles. I really feel like it's fallen short. I feel like it's fallen flat on his face. I cannot think of a single really truly killer app for either one of them. We're two years into these machines. There's no killer app for either one. Ratchet and Clank's great. It's not a killer app. Demon's Souls Remake is great. It's not a killer app. Halo Infinite, mostly great. Not a killer app. We're still waiting for our, all this software from all these acquisitions from Microsoft to start flowing in, and will they take advantage of the Xbox Series hardware? If Halo Infinite is any example, no, they won't. So yes, I'm very disappointed. I do not think that they've lived up to the hype, and I would recommend right now that nobody buys one. I can't believe I'm saying that two years into this generation. It's insane. So I have never 
been this disappointed in a generation of consoles this far into the generation. Usually by now, it's paid off. You've received games that are only possible on that new piece of hardware that you bought. And we really haven't ever seen that yet with these. So it's it sucks. <laughs> I'm really shocked. COVID or not. And I know COVID is like, it's the fallback for everything. It's the excuse that you can always use for almost anything. Well, it was COVID. It was COVID. COVID. I'm not buying that anymore. COVID did not keep people from developing games for the PlayStation 5. Now, I will say this. Things are starting to change. Like, we just got the announcement of the new Need for Speed. Need for Speed Unbound. Um, that is next-gen, or whatever you want to call it at this point, only. It's sad that we're calling it next-gen, and these consoles are two years old. I mean, just that on its own is very weird. So anyway, I am disappointed in this generation of consoles. And if you're someone who still hasn't bought one, and you have, like, an Xbox One X, or you have a PS4 Pro... Stick with those. Wait until the games really start coming out that only support the PS5 or Xbox Series. And it does look like this holiday season and the beginning of next year is when we're going to finally start to see the real transition. All right, our next question comes from Sifted from Kev Masters. What are some of the most valuable life lessons you've accumulated over the years that you hold near and dear to your heart? They do not have to be gaming related. Well, that's good because none of them are going to be gaming related. <laughs> well, actually, they are. Um, the important things that I've kind of learned through life um, transcend a hobby. There are things that apply to your life no matter what element of your life you're partaking in. Now, the first one I'm going to say is a cliche, or people may think it's a cliche. Uh, but the thing about cliches is that they're cliches because they're true. So... The first life lesson that I think everybody should live their life by is the golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. If everybody did that, life would be amazing. Amazing. Now, there are some sadists out there that actually enjoy being treated poorly, but there aren't that many. The vast majority of people like to be treated well. And you know what? Other people like to be treated well too, just like you. I know, mind-blowing. So the golden rule is the golden rule for a reason. If everybody treated other people the way they would like to be treated, the world would be great. And honestly, a lot of the other sayings or wisdoms, they wouldn't even be needed. Everything would be fixed. But unfortunately, that's not how things work out. So the golden rule is one. One thing my father taught me when I was very young um, was that we all bleed the same color. We're all the same on the inside, and to never judge people from where they come from, what the color of their skin is, how much money they have, judge them based upon their merit, the person that they are, how they treat others. Do they live by the golden rule? That's how you judge people, not on superficial nonsense like their race or their color or their religion or how much money they have or how much power they have or how much influence they have. None of that matters at the end of the day. When you're laying there dying, think you're going to care about any of that crap? Or are you going to remember the people who treated you well? So that's something else. Um, at work and at business, live by the golden rule. <laughs> um, there's a lot of times in your life where you will have opportunities. Um, the example I will use is when I was in my 20s and I was an up-and-coming DJ 
Um, I had all my friends. They also were aspiring DJs. And we were in the house and techno rave scene. At that time, it was just this little thing that, like, 10,000 people on the entire East Coast was a part of. It was that small, like the 93 to 96, 97 era. And uh, we were all aspiring DJs. And you would get gigs sometimes that sucked. You'd show up. You'd be like the first DJ on. There'd be like 20 people there. And they're like all just hanging out. They're not dancing. It could be frustrating. And one thing that I learned was that it, I, the way I looked at it was, no matter what, I was going to play as good as possible because I never knew who was there. There could be 10 people there. But one of those 10 people could be a promoter that is throwing the biggest parties on the East Coast. You could impress him and you could get gigs. And so I guess a general rule I would say is be who you are all the time. There should be no on or off switch for you, for your personality, for how you treat other people, for how you treat coworkers, all of it. Be consistent. Be who you are all the time. And if you live by the golden rule, being who you are all the time is always going to be a good thing. So that was something I always told my friends back then. I'm like, always play your heart out because you never know who is in the audience. And that can apply to so many elements of life, not just DJing or being a musician or whatever. So those are some of the rules that I live my life by. Um, but again, if you live by the golden rule, everything else just kind of falls into place. Okay, our last question for this episode, and the last question before I get back from Greece, comes from Sifted, from Derek D. 111. Hey Shane, you have always seemed a little more optimistic on video game streaming than Matt. Do you see Microsoft's rumored Keystone streaming box crashing and burning, or could it actually show a modicum of success? What are the chances Microsoft does a 180 and scraps the product? Well, I guess I'll answer the second part of your question first. Um, I mean, there's a decent chance. My, my guess is there have been several revisions of Keystone before this latest version, and to the best of our knowledge, this latest version has been done for a while, and Microsoft has been sitting on it for a while. So there is a chance that it does get canned and it never comes out. However, I think that would be really silly and not smart, and at least lately, Microsoft seems to be doing things intelligently. So... My guess is, yes, it does come out. And my guess is that, yes, it does find a place. Now, I'll say this. I am always shocked that people who are cutting the cord, getting rid of DirecTV or cable TV or whatever, a lot of them, instead of just using an app like YouTube TV on their television or whatever, they will go and get, like, a stick and use, like, Hulu or FUBU or whatever else when they didn't need that piece of equipment in the first place, they could have just used their television. And that, to me, is going to be an important thing with Keystone. I do not think the Keystone streaming stick is going to be what sets the world on fire and kind of gets Microsoft over the hump. What is going to happen to make that happen is that the technology in Keystone will be built into televisions. So, just like I said, I use YouTube TV because there's a native app on my television for YouTube TV. I don't need to stick some thumb drive into the USB port on my TV. It's just there. And therefore, I'm a customer of YouTube TV. I had no extra things to buy, etc., etc. Again, I think if Microsoft is going to make this a product that it offers worldwide, 
That's the way it's going to have to work. It needs to work with the TV manufacturers to get that tech built into the TVs. And then obviously in that deal, they're going to have to sweeten the pot. They're going to have to say, okay, well, we'll give you a nickel for every game that's sold through your TVs or whatever. Microsoft most likely is going to have to incentivize the TV manufacturers to do it. Now, if they're if they have a really good negotiator, they could go to, to Samsung and say, look, we're adding a feature to your television that's going to make people want to buy your television. So if Microsoft were to sign some kind of an exclusive deal with one manufacturer, then it may be able to get away with not giving a royalty to the game sold through the television. But I think ultimately, if this is ever going to break big, game streaming, um, streaming through xCloud, uh, Xbox getting more people onto Game Pass than just people like us, I think that's what's going to happen to have to, to make it really, really work. So the opportunity is there. I haven't streamed a ton of games through xCloud or through Game Pass or whatever. I typically just download all my games. Um, and most people are watching this or listening to this or people who check out anything related to Sifted. They feel the same way. They want to be able to download their games to eliminate any sort of latency. But there are literally billions of people out there who own really nice TVs who have no interest in buying a console for $550 or even like some little hard drive to hold stuff on just for their television. They need it built in. They're okay with streaming. They're not interested in playing Call of Duty competitively or Street Fighter VI competitively. They just want to play the new GTA or they want to play the new God of War, that type of stuff. The casual folks, that's what they're more interested in. Even with Call of Duty, most of them play the campaign. They don't really go online because if they do, they get their butts whipped. So I think Keystone's going to happen. I think it has a chance of success, but I don't want to predict that it's going to be a success yet. But I think if it is going to be a success, it has to be built into the TVs. It can't be this dongle or this thumb drive that goes into a USB port somewhere. It needs to be built into televisions. Now, if Microsoft can make that happen, then I think it has a great chance of making Keystone a success. All right, that's it for this episode of Ash Ain't Anything. Right now, I may be getting on a plane in Europe and getting ready for my 15-hour flight home, which I'm not looking forward to at all. Uh, but I'm hoping at this point I've had such an amazing time in Greece that I'm exhausted and I just sleep the whole way home. But anyway, I do want to thank you guys for being patient while I was gone. Now, I did bust my butt to make sure I had content for you guys going through our Patreon and through our website while I was out. Um, but at the same time, you are getting game face, so I appreciate that you guys are understanding um, that I needed to take a vacation. And I can guarantee right now that I have had an amazing time. So thank you for your support, and I'll see you guys soon on Game Face.